Hey, Nikki. Yeah. Are you ready? For what? To jig. Jig what? To the podcast. Oh, you supposed to say jig a lot. Yeah. My, my hands don't have my feet that low. And it's the way I jig a lot. I honestly felt like I could come up with a cool rhyme in time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. So, you don't want to freestyle the intro to this podcast? I'm not that person. Okay, we'll just intro it then. We have to know our strengths and our weaknesses. Hi, listeners. What's up, fam? Bam. We back. You are so lame. Am I? Was that lame? Yeah. It's fine. I'm just going to lean into it. Welcome to Not Carrie Bradshaw, the podcast. This is Jess with my co-host. Nikki Lauren. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Westside Nikki, Cashy Nikki, uh, how many names I got? Who even are you right now? As always, guys, I'm here. All right. With my sunglasses on because this is like, I don't know, my special power. Meanwhile, I continue to be personally offended by it. Okay, what's, what's, what's first on the subject today? As promised, we are doing an episode on dating in New York. Mm. We mentioned last week that we would do that. And also, we just kind of feel it necessary because our family and friends continue to hassle us about, have you met anybody? Why haven't you met anybody? Oh. What's going on? And it's just like, all right, let's just address this once again. Let's time. address oh. it. Should we talk about the fashion tip first, though? We're definitely going to do fashion first, as that is my first love. My first love. You should just let me record it so you can insert it every time you say my first love. I feel like I like the spontaneity of you coming in and progressively getting better. Oh, is that good? I have so much faith in your ability to eventually know how to sing because you <laughs> so strongly want to. Do y'all hear the shade? Eventually. This is no, no, this is no Tino shade. I genuinely want you to become the singer that you think you are in your mind. In my past life, I was a background singer, but that's a story for another day. Okay, let's go. Um, so my fashion tip for this week is inspired by one Issa from Insecure. As you guys know, we are fans of the show. Can we call them like friends of the podcast? Is that wrong? Let's just do it. Friends of the podcast in our head, um, they are one with us. They are our sisters, right? And uh, one day, Issa and Yvonne will yeah. be guests. Right. Let's just manifest it right now. I have faith in us and our ability to make that happen. So, on last night's episode of Insecure, did you watch? I did not watch, but I did see a lot of stuff on Instagram. Okay. So, Issa is in this space where she wants to go through her whole phase, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't think that it should be called a hoe phase. I just feel like you're an adult woman who's dating, and that's just what happens. It is what it is. Right. I feel like the need to even identify it as a hoe phase, while I think it's accurate for the sake of the show, I feel like IRL, you're just a woman who's dating, but whatever. She never got to have a hoe phase because mm-hmm. she was with Lawrence. For, for so long. Right. I th- like five years? I don't want to be... Um... Right. Um, <laughs> she was with Lawrence for so long in her like early adulthood that she never got to have a whole face. Right now, she has Molly as like her dating coach who is teaching her how to hoe. However, there is one fatal flaw. Fatal? Fatal flaw. That means deadly. Deadly. In her plan. 
And it's that she keeps going out on these home missions wearing wedges. <laughs> so my fashion tip is if you out here trying to catch some action, increase your chances by not wearing wedges. What what's wrong with the wedges? Because I personally I'm a fan of a wedge. I'm not a fan of a granny wedge, but I like a a very high high wedge like it needs to be high to the heavens i don't like those little micro wedges okay so the first time she wore these wedges it it was high but it was clunky it wasn't a slim wedge and then this past episode it was like a two inch auntie wedge oh no and it's just now i have seen some cool ass wedges you remember like Seasons ago, Giuseppe had those really cool. Yes, I love that wedge. Seasons ago. But even still, I felt like that wasn't, it's not sexy. First of all, wedges are so heavy, and I just feel like it messes up your stride. You really? Oh I thrive in a wedge because I'm tall and I'm not like very slim, so it balances me out. And you know what? Maybe this is me speaking as someone who's 5'2", but I just don't see a wedge as being sexy. I think that it can be cute. I think that if you're at a day party, at a casual event, sure. But if you're trying to set it out, if you're trying to be, like, sexy for the evening, you're trying to catch the attention of a gentleman cooler, Mm. I just don't see a wedge being ideal for that mission. It's not sexy to me. I would rather... You do a fun flat, like what the hell is a fun flat? A fun flat. You know that I love a fun flat because I don't. But what is a fun flat? A fun flat is like maybe a loafer that has like a really cool, um, like embroidery pattern on on it or something like that, or like a like a metallic loafer or um, a sneaker that's not fully like athletic, but it's like a casual sneaker. It's like those. Those got off of Gucci slide-ins that people were wearing this past fall winter that had the fur. Mm-hmm. That's like a cool, a cool flat. I'll tell you something. I am into not necessarily the Gucci loafer or the Gucci slide, rather, but I do like a mule slash slide with a tassel or yes. some type of pom pom. Detail. Give me a detail. Make it fun. I just don't believe. It's like you've given up to me. So, I I just don't see it for a wedge being sexy in a club for a home mission. I feel like, and I honestly feel like this is intentional. I feel like it's intentional as a part of, like, Issa's character. Mm-hmm. In that she's not super comfortable with guys. She's not super comfortable being, like, a quote-unquote sexy woman. Like, she tries so hard to exude sex appeal, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know how to Yeah, in that very traditional Amber Rosey type of way. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I think that just being yourself is sexy because the right person is going to be attracted to catch you. It. Right. Like, your spirit is going to resonate with the person it's supposed to resonate with, but that aside, I think that she's intentionally self-sabotaging herself because she doesn't actually want to have this whole face. She wants to be Lauren. Now, I have a question because I randomly saw, you know, your Twitter feed popping. Now, is this what this was all about? How your Twitter was going viral? Okay, so I tweeted that Issa will never prosper as a single woman if she keeps wearing wedges. 
on her home missions. Now, what I probably should have said is that she's not going to succeed at a home mission if she keeps Because she'll prosper. Business. She'll get she some bodies. Not, don't get me wrong. Some girl, <laughs> some girl responded to me and said, I get dick wearing ballet flats. And I was like, sis, mm. I want to see the dudes that you're pulling. I, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, you know what? I'm not the person who's going to like drag down some other woman about her fashion choices. But I maintain, I said what I, I said. said. I just don't think a wedge is sexy. You don't have to agree with me. You don't need to change your life. But I will say hella people agreed. Not, I feel like there were more women who agreed with me than dudes. And I can tell you, if you are the kind of woman who cares about the male gaze, overwhelmingly, none of my guy male friends mm-hmm. Like wedges, they literally hate them. Here's Dudes the thing. hate wedges if you care. Okay, so I agree with you. It may not be sexy, but wedges are my go-to when I want to be cute but casual. So that's different from being sexy. Yeah, so I, I get it. I get it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get a it. day. If we were going to everyday people and you pulled out a cute, maybe four-inch, even espadrille. I could totally see that pop. See, I'm only wearing an espadrille to like the beach or like if I'm in like a, a like an island or something. I'm not wearing an espadrille on my everyday like commute. Sis, I'm not wearing an espadrille, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Ever? No. Oh, girl, if you please. see me in an espadrille, know that something is wrong. You I have a I don't care. I have been. If you see me in an espadrille, I have been. Um, but I'm also get out 40, I'm also a forty year old woman on the inside. You are forty year old woman on the inside, knows. so that's why you're like partial to an espadrille. Mm-hmm. But just in my opinion, I, and I typically, I have to say, I typically do not condone dressing for the male gaze, and I don't even really know anyone who does that. But I will say, just my fashion advice for the week. If you are out here going through your whole phase, a.k.a. just being an adult woman who's out here dating, don't try to do so wearing a wedge, let alone a low-ass wedge. Nobody's attracted to you being two inches off <laughs> the ground. Wedge. A low-ass wedge. That's fashion advice for the week. I stand by what I said. I don't said at me. I said, I said what I said. Don't at me or do. And best of luck to you. Okay, wait, one more thing. I just want the guys to weigh in on this. Please tweet Jessica at Nike Bradshaw. Nike Bradshaw. We're not really putting my Twitter out there. So they can tweet you at Nikki Lauren 88 on Twitter. Okay, guys, as promised, the moment everyone's been waiting for. Everyone. Family and friends. Uh, the Twitterverse, I suppose, as well. Why are we single? So we want to just finally address what dating is like in New York. What it's like to be single in New York. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. So So why are you single? I'm single because I have not met anyone who has inspired me to want to not be single. That's real cute. Give them the real, please. Why are you single? I don't know where straight guys are in New York. Okay. Um, dating apps are trash. Okay. The, you don't get no hollas on the train or on the street? The guys who approach me on the street make me reconsider what and who I am in this world. Because I'm like, why... 
in the shit do you even <laughs> feel comfortable approaching me? And I'm not saying that as if I am God's gift to man. I'm saying that it's dudes who are like missing teeth that I'm just like, Lord Jesus, why? It, it is not even that. I think it's like we're not even equally yoked. So why do you even have the confidence to approach? That is that's why I'm single. Because if I didn't care, if I didn't have morals, if I didn't have standards, ethics, X, Y, and Z, I wouldn't be single. Like, I mean, because people people holler at me all the time. But that don't mean I'm just going to cave in and just be like, oh, well, you know what? You standing on the corner, you missing the tube, you look raggedy, but your heart might be kind. No. Right. And I feel like that's another thing that so many of our um, friends and family say with the best intentions, but it's almost like they want us to like not really even care about what a person looks like. To which I say, who are you helping by bringing home somebody who looks like Flavor Flav in the face? Exactly. Because that's all I see. That's not all I see in New York, but that's the majority majority of what I see in New York and then the dudes that be cute they taking or they gay or they playing they remember playing. that guy the really hot guy that I met at that day party Ooh. so <laughs> y'all let me tell you there's this really 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 fine dude fine y'all because was, I was choosing on him yeah I was choosing on him and you was choosing on the and friend, I was choosing on and the it happened in the, in the it, reverse yeah, and they were choosing on us in reverse and the dude was like tall which I don't even care about tall. I'm five two. Like it don't take much to be taller than me. But he was like tall. He had tattoos. Tattoos. He was really personable and funny. He was but confident. In hindsight, was he really a fuck boy? Like if you if you just saw a picture of him, would you say like I should have known? In retrospect, I'm like, yeah, he was too fine. He was too fine. <laughs> but it was just so weird what he did because. He, we had been texting for a couple of weeks and the conversation was really good. And I was like, OMG, I think I met someone. Try not to be too excited because you mm-hmm. can't get too excited can't about get these too excited. And he was like, listen, I know we haven't been able to get up for dinner or whatever, but like, no, church. He said he wants to come to church with me. He said he wanted to come he to church? He wants to come to church with me. And I, I was like, remember. shut the front door. What? Yeah, a and Christian so, man, a right. Christian fuck boy, or at least like willing to learn. Okay, and so he was like, "We haven't been able to get together, but I'm out. I can like stop by your place. I don't have to come in. Um, I just want to see you." We stood outside of my house talking for like two or three hours, mm-hmm. and then I never heard from him again. Okay, so I have a question. So is that a non-negotiable? Like for me, like I feel like. So, like okay here's the thing and I'm I'm getting like stopped in my tracks because there's so many things I want to say so for me I, I don't like when people are like oh you know I know we haven't had time to do x y and z and I, I'm not one to talk and I'm not judging but in my mind my expectation is if we exchange numbers we should see each other within a week and that that could be a problem that could be a, you know the reason why I'm not dated I don't know how do you feel about that I think that's fair. I think that it's important to put a time limit on things, but I also, I personally like for things, I like for things to happen very organically. And I feel like if you become very regimented mm-hmm. about your expectations, like Chili on her show, like if you are like, boom, 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 this has to happen. Yeah. 
I feel like you can kind of miss out on a good person because we're adults and life happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm super understanding. And I think that maybe that may be a problem for me. I feel like people... I sometimes wonder if my standards are too low because... Contrary to popular belief, I'm not super high maintenance, Mm -hmm. especially in New York. Everything is such a to do. I'm a person who I can be completely okay with sitting on the couch if you have a comfortable couch and like binge watching (laughs) Game of Thrones or some shit and ordering Thai food. But do you want that on a first date? Not on a first date. Not on a first date, of course. But I feel like people look at dating in this very transactional way now. And I'm not a transactional kind of person. I'm super emotional. Like, I go off vibes. I go off feelings. And I don't necessarily always need or want for you to take me out. Mm -hmm. Especially because I've had guys who, anytime I said, I want to try this restaurant, I want to go here. It was like, oh, okay, I'll meet you at 8. But then that guy was, like, horrible. Yeah. So, for me, I, I never really understand the rules or what I'm supposed to expect from a guy I just know what I want, but then sometimes people make me feel like I don't want enough or something, and it's really weird. So Mm -hmm. I don't even know what my expectations should be Mm -hmm. these days. And so maybe it's a good thing that you want a guy to, like, set something up within a week. I I don't know. Like, like you, I don't date a lot, but I do know that... For me, I I want you to have a plan of action. I think I appreciate someone that can put a plan into action and that is not all talk, but can show me something. Oh, for sure. You know, and so like for me, I don't necessarily want to sit in the house until like we boyfriend and girlfriend and we are are okay in each other's company. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so maybe maybe that's my thing. Maybe I feel too comfortable being in that space like mm-hmm. too soon or something but like one guy who I was dating um he was super proactive like when we first met remember that day party we met that guy that I met at the other day party oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that time and he was super um proactive about setting dates and being like okay I'm gonna pick you up at this time whatever whatever but then after like a couple of months, he got flaky. He got... See, that's the thing. Flakiness is a problem. Flaky is a problem, I think, like with guys in our generation, not just in New York, but I just think period. Sometimes I think guys really just like the idea of you. Do you ever feel like that? Absolutely. And it's like, as long as you don't actually require anything, as long as you don't actually have any real demands or any real this is what I need from you, Mm -hmm. then they're all for it. But the second you're like, "Mm, I kind of want... I want a little more. Yeah. (laughs) The second that it's like you need or want a little more, then you are like problematic for them. And I just don't understand that. I don't understand that either. And you know what's crazy to me? Because I have have friends. Okay, so I have like sets of friends who date, right? So I have a set of friends who are like chronic daters and... They're not like me. Like, I won't say that they don't have standards or morals, but they are very lenient and, you know, just accepting of things. Right. Right. So, like, these are my friends that go on multiple dates. And I would say it's about like two or three of them. And then I have the friends who are who don't even look at like 
they're not attracted to looks. They're like, what is it called? Sapiosexual? Oh, like a, they're just a, into like intellectual. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So then it's a group of friends that are like that. And I'm just like, well, where, where do I fall in? Because it's like, I want you to look like something. I deserve that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to be fine as fuck in my eyes. And then right. you in need- my eyes is the key phrase. Because people think like when you say that you care about looks that you want a Boris Kojo. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that my guy has to be fine to the world. I just want to be attracted to him. Yeah. But people will look at you like that's too much. Like, oh, you shouldn't even care what somebody looks like. And I'm like, screw you. I don't believe in that. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Like, I need to be attracted to you. Nice to ugly kids. And I know because I was an ugly kid, people are so mean to ugly kids. Sidebar, I hate when you say that, but that's another topic for another day. Have you seen my baby pictures? Still, I hate when you say that, but we don't have to talk about it now. Let's go. Fine, fine. We can address that another time, but I'm saying don't be telling your single friends that they need to overlook looks. Like, I deserve somebody who I'm attracted to as well. Mm-hmm. So, I just find that to be really weird. But, okay, so I'm not going to even finish my past statement, but I want to know, like, for me, I get really annoyed when my friends are like, oh, so who are you dating? Not even just my friends, but, like, even maybe, like, family members like my aunt robin or something like every time we talk she's like oh have you met someone to just take you out for a drink yet like obviously i've gone out for a drink before but that don't mean i'm like checking for the nigga you know what i'm saying so it's just like so annoying like why do you keep asking me these questions i feel like why aren't people first of all i love your aunt robin she's my personal hero um second i wish people would ask us more things about what we're doing professionally or what or, like, why we're in New York. What are you working on? Like, what are you excited about? I don't about? care about that. They don't give a shit about that. Like, since I've been in New York, I have worked at Oscar De La Renta, Burberry, and Coach. I've started a business. I've started a podcast. I've been featured on different websites. Nobody really asked me about that. The first thing they want to know is, who are you dating? Why aren't you dating someone? And da 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 And it's like, I'm so used to it that the question's kind of like, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in the back of your mind, you're like, well, shit, why aren't I dating someone? And it's just that it's difficult to meet guys here in New York, in New York. But does it play on your serious? who are serious? So guys in New York who are serious that, you know what? OK, let me take it back. Here's the thing. You could easily meet a guy in New York. Yes, that is possible. You could easily date a guy in New York. That is possible. But here's the thing. When your family and friends are like, oh, who are you dating? If you easily just picked up old boy that was trying to holler at you at the club or on the street or in the subway or whatever. Like if you brought them home, they'd be like, oh, who the fuck is that? Or why is she dating him? Oh, so it's just like. God, right. And it's like. Obviously, if I just wanted anybody, it's not hard. It's not hard to get in a relationship. It's not even hard to get married. It's difficult to meet somebody you want to be in a relationship yeah, with. Yeah, that, that you, you want to be around. Like somebody that you want to be around, right? And what I've realized, especially now that I'm 30, I'm a lady of a certain age. Yes. You're no spring chicken. I'm like such an adult. You don't even know. I hate you. Continue. But I have realized that for me, emotions are so much more important than they ever were before. Because I used to be like paranoid that I was too emotional Mm -hmm. or that I needed too much emotionally. 
And now I have gotten to a place where I respect my emotions and I acknowledge them and I acknowledge that that's something that I need. I need a person to 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 provide that that aspect of the relationship for me. Like I don't even understand how people are only physically attracted to people and it's not a judgment if that's you that's perfectly fine I mean of course obviously there are people in the world who are like that I'm just not one Mm -hmm. you can be fine as hell but if you do not feed me emotionally if you do not make me feel that you care about me and that if I'm having a rough day that I can come to you and Mm -hmm. talk to you about it I am completely turned off physically I need both like actually I need emotion first before I can get to the physical aspect and I think that makes dating even more challenging for me because my discernment when it comes to that is Mm -hmm. like on 10 I'm almost like I can recognize that a person can't fulfill that for me so quickly and even when I give people a chance Mm -hmm. to get to that space it just doesn't happen like the last guy who I dated or the guy before the last guy who I dated like I was having such a hard time. It was when I was writing for a certain media outlet, the show made nameless, and they started paying me really, really late. Mm -hmm. Like they paid me smooth whenever they felt like it. And I was so stressed out because I moved into my own apartment having two incomes and thinking like, oh shit, we balling now. (laughs) We done made it in New York. I can pay my rent on time and I can get some new shoes at the same time. So I'm thinking like, I have the good life. I have it made. Yeah. Well, when this check didn't come, when it was supposed to come, I was so stressed out. I was having such a hard day, and I tried to talk to the guy about it, not asking him for anything, not saying, can you cover this bill for me? Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Do you know what he asked me? What did he say? He said, are you on your period or something? Oh, no. And I was just like... Nigga. God, there's so much wrong with what you've just done here that I don't even know where to begin. See, and that's the problem. Like, I feel like some dudes don't even, they don't know what to say. And that's not all dudes, but a lot of dudes. So I can, I feel you on that. It's like, you're dating this guy, you're giving him a chance, and then it's like the test of time. You're having a hard day, and you go to him, and you just want somebody to just kind of pour into you, and then he yeah, hits like, you with, are you, have, are you on your period? the fuck nigga like what difference do I mean if if I'm on my period or not like just be there but it made me feel like also of course valid but also so if I were a dude and I were upset that someone didn't pay me money that they owed me would it then be valid for me to be upset that I don't have my money right especially when I'm not coming to you asking you for anything or it's like oh would you have been more supportive if I had asked you for help, you know what I mean, and it was like from then it was like the emotional aspect of it just went down and down and down, and I just didn't even want him to touch me anymore. Like that was the beginning of the end of that. Like I don't, yeah, I just I need both parts, and I feel like a lot of guys. And I said this last episode, they're just not emotionally responsible. They're not emotionally mature. If you don't know how to pour into someone in that way, then that's fine. But take some time to yourself to learn. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, I agree with you on that. And so my my question is, where are straight black males? Because right now in my life, I would like to date a black man. You know, I'm not opposed if a white guy comes up to me. I'll consider it, but I know what I want. Right. Where are straight black men that 
have degrees that are financially stable and that want a relationship in New York. We don't know where they are. And then, oh my gosh, here's another thing. When we do go out and we see those guys, they're not on the end of the black spectrum that we're on. They're like these guys who did not grow up around black people Mm -hmm. and they kind of act how they think black people should act. And it's this really weird experience where it's like, I realize that you look like me, but I feel like you're appropriating my culture. Right you're now. appropriating my culture. And if we play black card revoke, you would not win. Listen, I, if I could, I would throw this microphone because that time we played black card revoked with that group of people and they didn't know the answers to anything. It's just like, for me, it's so important for a guy to kind of be on my end of the black spectrum. Like I need for you to have the ratchet and the intellectual. I need both of those things. Have, but what if, because we live in New York and it's a melting pot, a lot of black Americans in New York are Southern black people. So a lot of them are like West Indian, you know what I'm saying? Or like they're right off the boat. Or even a lot of them are like African, you know? They're not African-American. They are African, Nigerian, you know, Senegalese or whatnot. And so obviously they would not... Um, they wouldn't understand our end of the black spectrum. They wouldn't understand our references. I, and I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to it, but I want you to have some sort of culture about yourself. I don't want to date a guy who conducts himself as if he looks at black culture through a white gaze. Do okay. you see what I mean? Yeah, I see exactly if, what you mean. Because my thing is this, and we talk about this all the time, even though it's only our second episode. <laughs> I'm from Southwest Atlanta. Mm-hmm. As am I. East Point to be exact. I am not a per if you if I take you home to my family and you it's a jarring experience for you that all of my brothers stay strapped, I'm not the person for you. But why do all of our conversations go back to insecure? Because that's exactly what happened to Lawrence when he went to Tasha's barbecue last week on the episode. Right. What was that about? It seemed like he just was not comfortable with that kind of black culture. And that was so like not triggering for me, but I was like, dude, right. This is something that I have considered. Like you don't have to be, and you know, our friend Reve, we love you Reve. Hey, Reve. Reve was just like, you want a dude who acts like Gucci Mane. And I was like, dude, I wouldn't even know what to do with a dude who acts like Gucci Mane pre- prison release that's not what pre-keisha like that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that i need to be able to take you home and you either know how to assimilate or you just get it like well okay i have a question because there was one guy that you kind of talked to that i thought was a great catch and you felt like he he didn't get it but he he had all of the um the accoutrement he did not Um, he did not the black spectrum he did not you know who I'm talking about I know exactly who you're talking about and you keep trying to sell me on this person but number one I don't even think that person was that into me and number two I wasn't that into him I felt like if we went out 
somewhere like I would have to protect him in a way. Okay, that's important. Like you should you should feel secure around your man. Yeah, I like with I didn't However, feel safe. I felt like you guys had the same wit. I felt, felt we like did you not guys... have the same wit. No, no, and y'all Jessica think is a tough cookie. I'm not a tough cookie. Don't say that. He was just very. I don't know how to explain it, but I did not. I didn't feel I, it. Really? I felt like he was a he was an intellectual for sure. He I, was too oh, this sounds so bad to say. Don't say it. Do not say it. He was too much of an intellectual for me. No. Well, is that an insecurity, my friend? It could be an insecurity. Maybe that's something that I need to work on. But what I know for me is that I was having to convince myself to to be into him in that way. I have a question, ladies. This is only for the ladies. Have you ever dated someone that was either too much of an intellectual or that was just a, a step up above you? Because I've talked to a guy before and this is when I was in college. Like he was older and like he had his own shit. And so for me, I was just like, oh, he grown. And I didn't at the time I like I was secure, like I felt confident in my looks, like I wasn't insecure, but I also felt like he's growing, he's got his shit together, and here I am, you know, just graduating and trying to figure the shit out. But that wasn't a thing for me. I dated a guy when I was a freshman in college. He was, at the time, he was like the most beautiful man I had ever seen. He was so dark, and he had like the most beautiful white teeth, and he was like, he was perfect he's he honestly, perfect he was so per at the time he yes, was so perfect chocolate thunder he, girl like you don't understand he had his own house he had his own business <laughs> it's such a thought conversation he was 25 no i was like 18 or 19 and he mm -hmm. had his own house and he was 25 i wasn't intimidated by that i was super attracted to that mm -hmm. so i say that to say it's not that i felt this guy was above me I just was like, you're not, like, you're not my person. Like, I could not see myself taking him home to my family in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and him being comfortable or me being comfortable. I feel comfortable. like he would be comfortable. Girl, you ain't met them people. <laughs> like, I, I just, I didn't feel it. And, and for me, I, I didn't want to, I never want to be in a situation where I'm trying to convince myself that somebody is my person. I think that when it's right, it's right. And you know it. You don't have to convince yourself of anything. Okay, so... <laughs> in a nutshell. Okay, well, three reasons why you aren't dating in New York. To give our family, friends, and viewers um, a, a taste. Or at least some, some type of notice. So they can stop asking us every time they fucking see us. Okay, number one. We don't know where... Our, no, this is yours. Okay, yep. for me, I don't know where my kind of straight black guy hangs out in New York. I, I don't know where he is. Number two, online dating is not for me. I have had some of the creepiest of creeps hit me up on online dating. I really just, maybe I'm an old-fashioned girl, but I want to meet someone organically Online dating is not an option for me. I've tried multiple sites multiple times. It's just weird. And number three, when I do meet someone and they pass the barrier of having the right personality, having the right education, having the right career, whatever, 
they either don't know what they want or they want to play with my feelings until they figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm too old for that. I need you. I don't need you to be perfect, but when you come to me, I need you to know what you want and I need you to know what you want from me. Okay. Cause I don't, I, I'm not investing time in helping anybody to like discover themselves. Like mm-hmm. again, That's fair. you don't have to be perfect, but I'm not interested in raising anybody's son. If you don't know what you want at this point, I can't help you figure that out. So you don't want to be, um, what's his name from black inks girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we were talking about him last week. Oh my God. No, no. I need you to just at least have some, idea of who you are be confident in who you are and be confident as a man who like who's comfortable like loving and supporting not financially or not only financially but like emotionally supporting like the woman that you're with I need you to be comfortable doing that and I don't want to be with some like misogynistic asshole who just wants me to come and assume this like prehistoric gender role I don't want that that's fair so what are your reasons? Okay, my reasons are, I don't know if, I've had, if I have a full three, but one, I am a fancy bitch, okay? You really are, <laughs> and it's stressful for me just as your friend. I never know what to invite you to. I just like nice things, right? And so I feel like a straight black man is not going to be at, you know, a champagne bar. <laughs> the opening for some fancy hotel. <laughs> Things that I like, you know, um, black men don't hang out there. And so I'm single because I, like you, I don't know where a straight black man hangs out from my end of the spectrum, right? And then also, I'm not really into like, you know, that um, entertainment guy or, you know, that guy that's always on the scene. I honestly will take a born as financial analyst. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just a turn off. These guys that drive around in these lavish cars and that is just so all this gaudy jewelry. I don't like that. You know, and they, they always want to holler. It's just like, you're doing too much for me. Like, I'm good on that you shit. You are putting 10 on two and I need you to bring it down all, all the way. Oh, the dudes up here with the huge earrings. Oh, yes, y'all. They got these like really like super like, what are they? Like square cubic. <laughs> oh, I don't know what they are. We might have to like Instagram a photo of them, but they are hugely offensive. Those earrings. Yeah, very offensive. And they're so fake. Like, nigga, get a real ass diamond. Even a small if it one. is real. I don't want your don't real diamond of, to be that big. I don't think any of those are real. That's fair. Go ahead. Okay, and then um, also, I think those are my only two. Those are my only two hangups. And then, you know what? Actually, no. I've tried the online dating thing, and I've gone on a few dates. I think I'm a little bit better um, at it than you are. Oh, you are. 100%. Um, however, I just don't have like, I don't have time. I'm not interested. It's just like, I want to meet someone organically and the whole online thing. It just takes too much. And then, like, these niggas corny coming up in your DMs. It's just like, ugh. Okay, let me say this. Because I think that sometimes when we talk about online dating, we're only talking about those websites that are specifically for online dating. A Match.com, a OkCupid, The League, Bumble, those. But... I feel like Instagram might not be a horrible place to meet like a regular guy, but guys do not come in my DMs. Guys don't come in my DMs either, which this is not me. an invitation for a bunch of people to swarm my DMs. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't mind it. Like I'm not being thirsty, but you know, just let me see what you're working with. You know, that, not in that I, way, Nikki. Be specific. 
Listen, you, get some dick pic- you want dick pics? No, I do not want no eggplants in my DMs. However, I am the queen of not responding. So, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't feel obligated to respond to people. But I would like to see That's what's true, out there. She won't even respond to me sometimes. And I've <laughs> learned to not take it personally. It's really hurtful sometimes. Let's stay on track. Uh-huh. Um that's another conversation. But yeah, if you are out there, please slide in my DMs. I wanna I wanna see what your best technique is, your best game. Oh my god, please say something that you want a guy to say to you. What's oh a good god. intro line for Nikki Lauren eighty eight? Oh my god, honestly, like seriously, if you tell me that you will take me to go get a ten piece lemon pepper hot, I would be like, What time we leave? <laughs> my God, you are such an Atlanta thought. I didn't even know this. But how you gonna be out here talking about I'm a fancy bitch, but all the dude gotta do is approach you about some some wings, and you're for it because wings are like literally life. You are so dirt. Wings are <laughs> no, but no, seriously, if a guy, I just want somebody to just be real. Like I don't, I don't like all of that. Hey, queen. Oh my god, what's up, gorgeous. And right. I, that's probably another reason why I'm not dating in New York because that stuff is so phony to me. I would appreciate a guy that's just real and just be like, hey, you know, I came across your page. Your pe- your pictures look nice, and you seem cool. Like, can we exchange numbers or you know, tell me about yourself and be upfront. Like, this yeah, is, this is top three things you need to know about me right. if you're interested that's what it is if you're not oh well don't respond and nigga if I don't fucking respond do not hit me back up the same day talking about oh you can't respond no motherfucker I can't respond Ooh, you meant that thing I did oh my goodness you just you just turned up and I don't even know how to I don't know what where to go from here. Well, that's why I'm not dating in New York and if you guys you know I'm open to a blonde date if you guys uh, see Jessica and I on the uh, the the web, <laughs> the world oh, the web. web. You, you are forty two. <laughs> you deem us approachable, <laughs> or you feel like you have a son, cousin, brother that would be a great fit for us. <laughs> I am so offended Dear that you're Abby. using that you're using this as a personal ad. I think I have to say, I know we, we need to wrap this section up, but I definitely have to say, I really like when guys talk to me like I'm a regular person. Yeah, absolutely. All the guys who I've ever entertained who I have fond memories of didn't approach me in this like, I'm speaking Rico suave. Yeah, this Rico suave kind of thing. It was like, they just talked to me it like was I was real. a regular person. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, I'm saying things that I think you want to hear. And stuff like that. Even, I have even um, liked a guy because I was okay with the way he accepted me turning him down. Mm -hmm. Because I will honestly say, dudes in New York are scary. Some Some dudes in New York, sorry. Some dudes in New York are like scary in the way they can't handle rejection. I have literally been followed in the dark. I have been called every name in the book. And not that this stuff doesn't happen in Atlanta, but in Atlanta, I have a car, mm-hmm. and I have people I can call if I genuinely feel like you about to try some shit, um, or at least I can be like, don't you know such and such? Fall the fuck back. But in New York, where I don't have that kind of network or whatever, I have had dudes be so scary, offended, that I didn't want to talk to them, that it just makes me, like, it, it's scary. That's all well, I can say about though. it. I feel like that guy is butt ugly. And it's just like, nigga, why would I talk to you? But I don't think... See, that's... Because beauty 
It's subjective. And I don't think that people who are unattractive to us know that they're unattractive. I don't think they know. Like how crazy people don't know that they're crazy. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times, I think two things. Number one, not all people who aren't attractive to us know that they're unattractive. And number two, people who aren't quote unquote attractive, they're not afraid of rejection because they're used to rejection. And that's why they don't have a problem approaching anybody with a pussy and a pulse because they're used to being turned down. So it's like not even a thing for them. Well, disclaimer, here, here it is, okay? Before we wrap this shit up. Listen, if you're not attractive, if you ain't got your shit together, um, if Don't you, say if you're not attractive. They don't know they're not attractive. We could be unattractive. Who's going to tell us? Listen. Don't tell me, because I can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I have very delicate sensibilities. I have a very realistic view of what I look like. I do not need to know if you find me unattractive. Okay, I'll retract the... The, the statement about being attractive or not. But listen, just approach me on some real shit. Like, seriously, like, don't don't come at me with all the Rico Suave shit. And listen, I, I may be shallow. You need to know this. I want to be attracted to you. I'm not one of these girls out here that's just like, oh, looks don't matter. It matters to me. I deserve it that matters. shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I got to say about it. That's why I'm not dating. I'm picky as fuck. I'm a fancy bitch. And it is what it is. You sound like Jocelyn Hernandez. We have now reached the part in the show where we tell somebody to sit your ass down. Sit your motherfucking ass down. That is down. so intense. I don't like when you do that. I find that aggressive. Okay, but you're not aggressive? I am aggressive, but it, let me just say this. MF, sit your ass down. Fine, but MF is like a harsh curse word. MF? Really, Jessica? It's Who really are you right hot. now? No, I don't. Y'all, when do she I say is, it? she's playing. She is No, playing. when have you heard me? Anyway, you sit your ass down right now. I'm going to shut my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have to say that this past year, I have done a lot of traveling. Mm. Thank God. It's not, not too fancy. It's just that my friends stay getting married. So, I'm like an eternal bridesmaid. And I've gone to the Bahamas. We went to the to the Hamptons mm-hmm. for our collective birthdays. Um, and then, you know, like random trips home for like bridal showers, whatever, whatever. I have a really hard time with people who are on trips who have to kind of make everything about them. People mm-hmm. who can't just be flexible or be agreeable. That is so fucking irritating. Remember in the Hamptons when everybody was tired after the yacht party and there was like that lone girl who wanted to go to the beach and she was drunk and she just kept saying, why can't we go to the beach? Why can't we go to the beach? And I was so blown. I was like, first of all, you're drunk and you're sloppy and not even in the fun way. It's like people have had to take care of you all day, but it's like, bitch, we tired. Like, Bitch, sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Like... This isn't about you. There are other people on the trip. Everything cannot and should not be about you. Mm-hmm. If you're on a group on a group outing or on a group trip, just be flexible. Be flexible. Be adaptable. That's why you cannot travel with certain people. No, you cannot travel with everybody. Everybody who is your friend is not a good travel buddy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, for example... I know that this is an unpopular opinion, but I do not like Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And you agree with me on this. Yeah, and I people always it. think that we're weird for this, but I just do not like Mexican food. But if it's a group of us and everybody is like, oh, let's go for Mexican, I'm not going to be the one asshole who's like, I don't really 
do Mexican. I don't do Mexican because I don't like it. I don't really like Bitch, if 10 other people want Mexican and you're the 11th asshole that's just like, I don't really rock with that, find something on the menu. Just be flexible. Be adaptable. Like, everything is not about you. Don't be a dick. Like, that's It really just works my nerves. It burns your butthole. It burns my biscuits. Not my butthole. My butthole doesn't burn. Maybe When you eat Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Thai, maybe? Anyway, this isn't that that segment. Jerk chicken. At a later time, we'll okay. discuss that. But yeah, that's just that's my fit y'all ass down. If you're on a group trip, damn it, be considerate of the other people on the trip. Like, don't be holding people up. I, ooh. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. If you know you're slow, and I know I'm slow, so that's I not always like it is. But listen, when I travel, I am very accommodating. I know that I'm slow, so I am aware that okay you know what it may not be a lot of restrooms in this airbnb or maybe we're in a hotel room i am going to volunteer to take my shower first because i know that i am slow when people are intentionally slow and they're just like time is literally going nowhere and i'm gonna take 15 hours to do my makeup when we just going to the beach no i'm (laughs) gonna no don't have time for it Nikki Lauren will tell you, I will leave your ass and I'll dare you to say something to me about it. Like, I just think that when you, I take punctuality so serious. Yeah, it's kind of scary. It's not scary. It's a great, a great habit. It's a great strength of yours. It's something that I don't possess. I admire you for it. It genuinely gives me anxiety to be late for things. And so I, I take, I take the time to be intentional with my time. If you show up late for something, especially on a group outing where we have like at least somewhat of a loose schedule of things that we need to get done and you show up late, what you're telling me is that your time is more valuable than mine and I bet you it ain't. But here's the thing though, here's the thing. If it's a group outing, if I know a group of people are going out together, if we're out of town or even if we're in the city, if I know that I'm going to be late or if I know that, hey, I know you guys want to make it at a certain time. I am the type of individual that's okay with traveling alone. And I'll just be like, hey, y'all go without me. I'll meet y'all there. I do have some friends that are like, wait for me. I want to travel with you. But they the ones that still be like hella late. But see, and that's the thing about being adaptable. You know that that's a weakness of yours. So you work around it. It's like, you know what? Well, I know that I'm going to take a long ass time. So I can't expect for people to wait for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is at least you being a little bit compromising. But I just feel like as an adult person, be on time. Be flexible. Don't be a dickhead about... A, a group of people. Everything's just not about you. It just really irritated me. How? <laughs> how? How do you help people to be better with their time? Like, I mean, that's something that I would like to be better with, but it's just Money. really hard. Money. I I have decided that if I'm at a restaurant and you show up late, <laughs> you need to pay for however many drinks I consume until you get there. So now you regulated my. I'm I'm doing my, that to you, especially because you make more money than me. So I'm totally <laughs> doing this to you. I bet you'll have to learn after you have to pay for two New York priced ass cocktails to be on time for me. That's not fair. That's I don't like I that way. I think that it is. 
I think that it is. People do not learn until you hit them in their pockets. Okay, but I want to hear from, like, our listeners. Can y'all please write to us or, like, send us a DM if you are someone that is chronic late is that a word yeah chronically late chronically late if you're someone that's always late or if you are someone like a jessica that's always punctual punctual what (laughs) word punctual i am terrific right now don't cut that out i'm not i wasn't gonna cut that out (laughs) because i can own up to my mistakes punctual if you're someone that's like jessica that's punctual you know send us a message because i want to know how someone like me can can improve because i literally like i have three alarms in the morning they still don't seem to work i have an alarm for when i need to be walking out of the house it doesn't work so i need help i need tips okay all right so listeners leave us some comments let us know what you guys think what do you do to be punctual if you are chronically late why are you chronically late why don't you care about other people if you are the person who's the asshole in the group who always needs for things to be about them explain to us why if you are questioning who that person is in the group it's It's probably you it's you and no one has the heart to tell you so i'm here to tell you today you're an asshole. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Stop being annoying. And do better. Because I'm going to do better. Y'all, I'm, a, I'm not going to be on the sit your ass down segment next week. I bet y'all $5. And I want, I want, I want y'all to PayPal it to me. Not even Venmo. PayPal me $5. Yeah, Everybody right. Everybody wish you later hell for no You can pay her in a 10 piece. Stop trying to get chicken. <laughs> All right. Jessica, stop being silly. <laughs> Seriously, like you didn't start it. Anyway, so we've reached the part in the show where we want to leave you guys with some advice for the week. This is a little bit personal, <laughs> but it's very near and dear to our hearts as we both work in corporate environments and have to share restrooms with a number of people. Um, just coincidentally, some horrible things have happened to both of us in the restrooms <laughs> at our office this past week, and we just want to encourage you guys to be more mindful of your bathroom decorum, because I shouldn't have to suffer through what I suffered through. Um, Nikki, <laughs> do you want to tell your story first, or should I? I'm really I, uncomfortable, but I feel okay. like this needs to be okay. addressed. Okay, this has to be addressed because there is this stigma about women and like I have a friend who doesn't believe that women use the restroom or do the number two. Is it a man or a woman? It's a man. And he doesn't think that he, women shit. No, he doesn't. Secretly, he <laughs> likes for women to shit on him. That's what he's not telling you, but go ahead. So, okay. My, my thing is that, okay, this week I was in the restroom doing my makeup like I do when I get into the, the workplace early. And this lady comes in. She goes into the third stall and... She dropped some stanky loads. I like want I not say stanky loads. How are you going to fight the stigma of women defecating by using this kind of colloquialism? Bitch, a stanky load is a stanky <laughs> load. I want you to not call it that. Like, okay, she dropped a bum. Okay, she dropped she the dropped kids, some off kids off at the pool. At the pool. She if, delivered a food, baby. Listen. 
that is a problem. Like, that's so rude. If I'm in the bathroom doing my makeup and you are the only other person in there, you need to squeeze them cheeks till I finish. Like, why would you drop them loads and then I can hear it falling into the toilet? Here's my question. Did you finish doing your makeup? No, I had to run out of that joint because... Did you leave the makeup? No. My good makeup no uh-uh. so i just went to the bathroom in the back but my thing is ladies if you have to do the number two and someone else is in the restroom you need to squeeze those cheeks it's nothing wrong with it you can hold out for Some a little bit no, well you, you okay how are we gonna like end the stigma <laughs> but tell people don't shit when someone else is around it's bathroom etiquette listen it, what about this what about a courtesy flush okay i can handle a courtesy flush you know what do that as far as i'm concerned my having to take a shit takes precedence over you doing your makeup, which you should have done at home anyway. So for me, if I just like have to go, as you know, I've been trying to do better with my eating and I'm on this like blueberry kick and blueberries <laughs> like really make you have to go. So I just feel like if I'm in there post blueberry consumption, I'm not going to like I'm not going to be considerate of you because you didn't wake up early enough to do your makeup. Okay, but can you be considerate enough to give me a courtesy flush? I will absolutely give you a courtesy flush. In fact, I'm going to flush so you don't even hear the plop. See, and I appreciate you. You are my type of number two. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of number two, can I tell my horrible story? Oh, God, I'm scared. Okay, guys, never force a shit at work. And also, eat more fiber, okay? So, <clears throat> this, is, this is so traumatizing for me, and I really expect you to be sensitive to me on this. I'm okay, not even okay. I'm looking serious. Because I think, no, you're not. I feel like, this is like when I say it's natural, <laughs> and you look ridiculous and ruin my life. Okay, here's the thing. There's a woman in my job who I find... Oh, this sounds so bad to say, but I find her kind of repulsive in this way because she's she's a chain smoker. She smokes mm-hmm. all day. I tried one day to count the number of times that she leaves the office to smoke, and I, I lost count. Why do you care? I don't know. I think I'm just bored at work. Okay. Anyway, so she's a chain smoker, so she smells like cigarettes all the time. <laughs> what does this have to do I'm, with I'm telling you. Okay. I find her, like, physically and socially... Annoying and awkward. She always lures you into these strange conversations that you don't want to take part in. She shows you, like, pictures of her children that you shouldn't show strangers pictures of Mm. your children. I don't want to go into detail. She's just a very different kind of woman. And she she doesn't even look healthy. I'll, I'll put it like that. Okay. So one day, I'm in the restroom. I honestly try to avoid going to the restroom when I know that she's there. Because she'll try to talk to you while you're in the bathroom. Oh, no, I if hate those If we're not friends, types. do not talk to me while we're in the bathroom. It's so inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So, I'm in the bathroom already. There are only two st- two stalls, right? So, she comes in. She is audibly straining Mm-mm. to shit. No, Jessica, stop. To which I say, if you gotta force it, Wait till you get home. Wait until that prairie dog is trying to peek out. Right. <laughs> Wait till it's ready. Don't force a shit. Don't force a Don't shit. Don't force a shit. 
So not only is she audibly straining, and at this point, I'm looking at the stall wall like, damn. Wait, I got a question. Were you doing a number two, too? And I was wrapping up. Okay. Honestly, twas that time. <laughs> and I was wrapping up my lady products okay. to, to dispose of, as one does. And in the midst of me, you know, disposing of my refuse, she kicked her foot. No. She kicked her foot <laughs> under my stall. She was straining so hard that she had to kick a foot, Nikki, under my stall. No. I wanted to kick her back. No, 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 no. How does this even happen, though, Jessica? Like, how how hard does one have to strain for their feet to, like... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this made no sense on any level. If it wasn't ready, why did you try to force it? Like, I to this day, and, and this was just like what, yesterday or earlier today, my days are running together. I, I haven't been able to look at her, like, for the duration of the day. I... I tried to run out. The reason that I knew that it was her was because I recognized her shoe. Did, was it a wedge? It was not a wedge, but it was a ballet flat. And you know how I feel about those. Oh, God. Okay, she, wait. She made, my, she made my case for how you can't really F with people who just be wearing ballet flats as if they popping. Okay. And don't at me. Don't at me. Okay. So you don't F with me because I fuck with a ballet flat. But and I'm I not don't. about to kick that shit under your stall while I'm dropping a stanky load. I appreciate you not kicking your foot under my stall while you're dropping kids off at the pool, but I don't respect you wearing a Reggie-ass ballet flat. You're an adult. Why are you walking around like you've just given up? What is that? That is not giving up. The yes, real problem here, the real problem here is that she had a white chicks moment. You remember white That scene from White Chicks when he had explosive diarrhea and like limbs were going everywhere. That is what I experienced. And I don't know how I'm going to go into the office and look this woman in her face knowing that we had this like unwanted shared experience. That is so disgusting. I do know this one girl in my office and she is a sister. Which I thought that Who she was. Sister, you are forty two. <laughs> I'm a sixty year old woman, but uh, yeah. So she's like the main one that's like, oh, you know, we need to implement better bathroom strategies and blah blah blah. But you know, I have my my designated stall that I like to go to, and so I'm walking into the bathroom. Who's coming out of my stall, sister girl? So I'm like, mm, I know she left it clean for me. I go in there, and what's in the toilet? No. What no, is in the no, toilet? No, no, so no. now every time I see her, I got to give her that eye that says, bitch, you nasty. But she was the one that had the nerve to bring it up. Yeah. So in conclusion. In summation, ladies and gents, well, I don't really just be in men's restrooms like that. So I don't know what. Yes, you do. Down. You just gonna tell them. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's how I make my money on the side. I'm just kidding. Um, ladies, please just be more mindful of. The other ladies that have to use the restroom. Please, with you. please. I mean, there's poopery, there's courtesy flushing. At least just check the seat before you walk out. There is also squeezing them butt cheeks, okay? Oh my God. 
I'm not expecting for anyone to hold in their shit <laughs> if they have to go, but I, w- I would really appreciate a courtesy flush, and I would also appreciate... We should all do a better job of ingesting more fiber mm-hmm. so that we're not forcing shits in the mm-hmm. middle of the day. And so self-care, eat more fiber. Eat more fiber. If you are a person who has gastro issues, though, consult your doctor. I am not a doctor. Don't listen to me if you have issues. But just make the world a better place by taking care of yourself and cleaning up after yourself after you use the restroom for the love of God. So that's our advice. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. I know that's probably a tough one to get through. It wasn't tough because they know. People like to pretend. You said yourself people like to pretend women don't shit. Listen, if you got to do a number two, you got to do a number two. And that's oh real. Oh, my God. That just made me think about On Broad City. You know, I love that show. There's this thing that when it <laughs> does where when she, she she's the worst employee ever. She goes to her job and, like, she sings this song when she shits. And it's like... Jessica, 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 I gotta go. I gotta go. Sorry. Sign off. All right. So, thank you guys for listening. Google that that clip. No, bitch. Follow me. I'm at Nikki Lauren 88. Jessica is playing. Who are you? Follow me on Instagram at Not Carrie Bradshaw. (laughs) Like my Facebook page, Not Carrie Bradshaw. Um, leave us comments, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. We're going to set up our um, email account this week so we can hear from you guys more. We want to start getting um, just some notes from you guys. If you need advice about something that we're not qualified to help you with, we totally love to give you that. Honestly, we'd love to give you unsolicited advice too. So if you kind of have something you need to say to a friend, but the friend like needs the advice, write in about your friends too. We would love to like sub them via our podcast. So we want to hear from you guys. We love you. Thank you.